Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my amazing queens, and welcome to another episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. I know we are late again, (laughs) and it is just because I have so much going on right now. And you know what? We're going to talk about it on today's episode, though. All right. So today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about, um, I guess, burnout. We're going to talk about burnout today on today's episode and and how it happens, because I feel that burnout isn't a thing that just happens. It's almost something that creeps in on you. And then before you know it, it is here. And and I'm talking, going to be talking about a specific kind of burnout. So I guess I'm talking about sort of work burnout and how that affects your life, but how you get into that position in the first place. So we are going to lock and load and get into it. Now, something with me as well, I am still suffering a little bit from, I guess, we use the word long COVID. So in the sense that, you know, when I keep getting sick, but from the last time I was sick, I still have a cough and my voice still hasn't recovered properly. So You know, you may hear me pause here and there to take some drinks just so that I can keep going, going. So what's been going on? I turned 40. I turned 40. I am so excited about that because it was epic. It was epic. I had the most epic birthday party. I loved it. I had a Bridgeton theme croquet garden party to start the party off with and then we went back to our house and had like a beautiful after party as well and you know the food the you know and everyone sort of got dressed up for the occasion in their garden garden wear garden party attire and it was just I don't know it was just gorgeous and it was everything that I could have hoped for and so much more so I was so so happy with that and I have had the most incredible week and a half of annual leave and that has been nothing short of eye-opening and yeah like it's just it's been it's been game-changing it's been life-changing and I can't wait to share some more about that with you soon um but yeah and we also you know we did have the self-love challenge happen and that's happened and now we've launched the new version um like the full version of the self-love club which will be starting next year that is currently open for sort of enrollment now which is amazing so at the moment it does have early bird pricing that'll go to the end of october um but enrollments will sort of close at the end of november so you know, if that's something that you're interested in and you want, it's a 10 month program. It's a journey. It's sort of, you know, a mastermind almost together where, you know, it's about sort of having accountability and it's about using the five pillars of self-love to build a foundation for your life. And we use those five pillars and all the different aspects of your life. It is about goal setting. It's about achieving those goals. It's about, 
you know, designing your dream life and how we can get you there now and embody it. It's, I'm so excited about it because already in just the sort of beta program of it, I've seen like huge, huge transformations. So, oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait. So if you would like to get in on that, you have a couple of options. You can jump onto the website at kissmycrownacademy.com and go to the coaching tab and look for the self-love club. There is a paid and full option there. Alternatively, if you would prefer a payment plan, you can just simply email me at natasha at kissmycrownacademy.com and I can set you up. Uh, you know, we can work out how you would prefer to do a payment plan because I know not everyone's the same, but if a monthly option was something that you were after every month, then I can set that up for you too. Amazing. All right, let's get stuck into it. <clears throat> so burnout. And it's funny. And sometimes I feel a bit funny. I feel funny talking about this because, you know, I coach so much on how not to be here. And, and the reality is, is that I have found myself here. And for me, I think what I realized is that it, it crept up so slowly and, and it crept in in a way that I just didn't even know what was happening or that it, that it happened. And, you know, it, it's almost like, a, I don't know, like sometimes you get to this point and you're like, how, you feel like a bit of an idiot, if I'm honest, because I feel like how, how did I let myself get here? How did I let this happen when I'm like the queen of boundaries, the queen of like self-love and all this sort of stuff? Like how did, how did I get here? So, you know, how did I get here? You know, it's because, you know, I, as you all know, like I work in a, in a job in luxury and I absolutely love it. But I think that I let my love for brand or the shiny things or for a luxury lifestyle really blind me. I got distracted by the shiny things, but also because I made decisions based on, you know, I made the initial decision based on my lifestyle and where I was. So last year, obviously I was at uni and I was looking for part-time work, which included working on weekends um, because that's, when I needed to work because I was at uni during the week and, and then it just snowballed from there, (laughs) you know, like, so soon enough I got offered full time and I finished uni and, and so I was like, cool. And I, and I took that and, and I've sort of been running with that ever since. And then another sort of opportunity has presented itself and I'm like, yep, cool. I want to go after that. And you know, and lately I've been feeling so tired. <laughs> like I, you know, it's like basically the only energy that I have is to go to work is that I go to work and then I come home and I'm just exhausted. I'm run down. I keep getting sick all the time. You know, I catch any cold that comes along and, and it's just, you know, it's been a lot. And what I realized is obviously when I took this part-time role on, um, you know, where I work has a bit of a funny roster where it's a, a, what they call six and four. So one day you, as a full-time roster, it's six days a week and the next day it's four days a week. And <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, 
you know, and it's just, it's really hectic, especially those six day weeks. They're really, really long. And I'm starting to really, as time goes on, I'm starting to really, really feel those, those weeks, you know, like, and, and they're really tough. And, and, you know, and I, I guess not, I don't want to say jaded, but I was blinded by, you know, how much I actually, you know, love the role that I didn't really look at a lot of the conditions and, and things like that. And when I talk about that, so what I'm talking about is, you know, if I was to look at my roster, you know, most normal workplaces do a seven and a half hour day with the way that the shifts work and with a six and four roster, I actually do anywhere from an eight and a half hour day to a nine and a half hour day. And then when I travel to work, it's an hour to travel to work with peak hour traffic and an hour to travel back. So that's another two hours that I'm out of the house. So in reality, you know, when I'm doing say a nine hour day or a nine and a half hour day, you know, that day actually turns into an 11 and 11 and a half hour day for me when I include travel. And that's a big day for anyone. Um, so it's not surprising that when I get home that I don't have any bandwidth and, you know, and obviously working in sort of luxury retail as well, it's a lot of, you know, whether it's customer facing or team facing. And I think as I'm getting older, I start to realize that I have a bit of a social battery and that's quite draining in itself that I don't have a lot of bandwidth left when I get home and not surprising. I think if you're doing those sort of hours, you know, like obviously you see people who do, you know, FIFO fly in and fly out and they will do like 12 hour or 16 hour days, but they do it for two weeks at a time and then they come home and they have two weeks off. I'm just doing this sort of constantly. Right. And it's just, it's too much. It's too much. And it takes a lot for me to admit that as well. In fact, is really only now today, right now that I'm admitting it because also by admitting it, it also means that like a potential promotion opportunity that I'm in the process of going for is that I don't, I don't want it. I don't want, I don't, and I don't, I don't want the lifestyle, you know, because I am feeling burnt out, you know, as much as I want to be able to you know, like go after this opportunity and, and, and everything like that, that the reality is, it's just, I'm too burnt out. And, you know, when you get burnt out like this, you know, when we talk about, and, you know, and then we look at like, say the five pillars of self-love, for example, you know, this is not me filling my own cup first at all. You know, this is me pouring from an empty cup, which means that in, in theory, you know, because I'm pouring from this empty cup, I'm not giving the best of myself to other people either. So in theory, I'm not actually giving my best of myself to this workplace because I am pouring from an empty cup. I'm not giving the best to Connor because I'm pouring from an empty cup and say, you know, into my marriage and to everything else that I do in my business, like I'm pouring from an empty cup right now. And that's, um, (coughs) it's a bitter um, it's a bit of pill to swallow because it comes with so much of like sort of, you know, there's almost a little bit of admitting defeat or failure even. And, you know, and I know I felt that because, you know, I was, you know, crying on the way home because I know what I need to do. And, 
you know, there's almost a part of me that doesn't want to do it, but I know that I need, I need to do it because I can't continue to live life this way. And, you know, and that's why I want to talk about burnout today because burnout is, it can happen to any of us, right? And I mean, it doesn't have to be a workplace. It can be something else. It can be, it can be motherhood. It can be your own business. It can be, you know, it can be draining relationships. It can be anything, you know, that causes burnout. But with burnout, you know, it's not something that we just, that just happens. It is a slow burn normally. And, and it's usually something that builds up over time and, and disguises itself. It creeps into your life. You don't realize that it's happening until it's happened. And I think that's how so, so many of us do get caught up in burnout. And then we get to a point of then not knowing what to do or how to deal with that. And then we get to a point of not wanting to let people down and, you know, and, and as well, like, you know, burnout really does come from not using those five pillars of self-love. Like I said, it's not, you're not filling your cup first. So that's boom, we're one pillar down. You know, we're not setting boundaries because there's no healthy boundaries here. Let me tell you, you know, because, you know, it's, you know, like would a boundary of mine to be, you know, to work that much to do 11 hour days? No, that's way outside of, you know, what I deem as acceptable. But I honestly didn't realize that it was happening until I stopped and looked back through sort of my roster and my hours and gone, hang on a sec. I actually do really long hour days. That's, you know, here I am trying to find a medical reason for why I'm feeling burnt out and exhausted, thinking that, oh, I'm, you know, my iron level's low. Is this happening? Like, what's going on? When in reality, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> so, you know, that's an, another one. And then, of course, that I haven't really you know, tuned into, you know, then I talk about doing more of what I love and less of what I don't. I don't have time to do the things that I love. So here I am just, you know, so far ignoring all of the pillars of self-love. And, you know, then of course, you know, I'm not engaging my support network because I don't really realize what's going on and I'm just trying to get through and, and I'm just like, wow, you know, I'm so tired all the time or not actually addressing or getting help or support you know, to then, and then of course, and I'm definitely not embodying the highest version of myself either. And this is why, you know, when I talk like those five pillars of self-love are so important because when we're not focusing, if we're not bringing them to our forefront of mind and making decisions like, are these, you know, do my decisions, do my choices come from a place of self-love? Or do they, you know, like, you know, where are they coming from? Because if they don't, and this is how we get to this place of, of burnout because we haven't put the self first. We haven't come from a place of self-love. So, you know, so how do we, how do we move from this? Well, guess what? It's not easy. I'm not going to lie. Like it's not, it's really not easy. And, and it's funny because, you know, like I think as women, we are quite nurturing and we feel a sense of duty um, to to places, to people, to situations. Like we have a sense of duty and we don't, when we have that sense of duty, then we feel like when we are not doing it, that we are, like I said before, that we're failing. And, you know, when you feel like you're failing, like it is a bitter pill to swallow. It really is. And it, and it messes with your ego so much too, because, 
you know, you're just like, oh my God, why can't I do this? Why can't I do everything? Why can't I be super mum? Why can't I, you know, work for 11 hours a day and have the energy to come home and, you know, be Betty Crocker or like housewife of the year as well. And, you know, then why can't, and I'm not fit, you know, like, because I don't, you know, why can't I have time to exercise and, and all this sort of stuff. Like it's, it's, it's hard. And it's, you know, and the reality is, is that we're not meant to be these super women. And, you know, it was so funny because may we start, you know, <laughs> I would love for women to start having the, uh, I don't want to say a man's mindset, but you know, like, you know, that sometimes you'll see like, like a man go apply for a job that he's just so underqualified for, but he's so confident about it. Like, yeah, no worries, you know, or I don't know. So I had a conversation with my husband last night because it's, it's gotten to that breaking point now, like of, you know, like I feel like it's all being swept up and carried away and, and I feel like I'm in too deep and I don't know how to get out. And, you know, and then I feel bad about wanting to get out and, you know, I love it that my husband remind, you know, just reminds me, it's like, you know, if you were to have a, you know, I love the way that he put it, because if you were to have a car crash on the way to work tomorrow, um, and, you know, and the worst happened, he goes, you know, sure, someone might be like, people that you're working to be like, oh, that's sad, but then they're just going to replace you anyway. They're literally just going to replace you anyway. <laughs> Um, because life goes on and I've done an episode on that before where life goes on, you know, they are literally just going to replace you and, you know, inevitably at the end, you were just a number making money for somebody else. And so, you know, don't feel bad about wanting to do what is best for you and best for your health and your well-being and your life and the vision for the life, for your family, for everything else because you know at the end of the day business puts themselves first and you know you you need to you need to do the same and you know like I was just like wow that just sounds so easy you know like I'm like why why do I you know care you know because at the end of the day too you know if big business cared about me then they wouldn't put me in a position where I'm working nine and a half hour days Right. They wouldn't be in a position of not being flexible about around when people can work and having like a set in stone six and four roster, you know, like they would, you know, like if there was really that sort of care there, then we wouldn't be in this position in the first place either. It works both ways. You know, it's not obviously I'm not having boundaries, but also that's, you know, them showing that they don't really care for other people's boundaries either. So, (laughs) so where to from here? You know, if you're in burnout at the moment, where to from here? It's firstly, it's recognizing it. You know, it's like anything, you know, like addiction or anything like that. Like until you can recognize that you actually have a problem or if that you're in trouble in this sort of sense and you want, you need to be at a point where you're ready to change as well. Because if you're not and you just want to carry on, um, then you, things won't change either, right? <clears throat> so 
you know, it's, <laughs> you've got to want, you've got to want this and, and you've got to recognize in yourself too, of go, you know what, I'm actually burnt out and this is the cause of my burnout. And as much as this might've been what I felt was my fairy tale career or whatever situation it is that you're in, um, that it's, it's not it. And, and that's okay. And just because, you know, like you couldn't make, like, not, you couldn't make this work or this is not working for you. It doesn't mean that you fail because, you know, look on the flip side, what are the lessons that you you've learned from this situation? You know, because, you know, for me, it's just, you know, like getting caught up in, in the whirlwind. That's clearly something that I do. That's a pattern. You know, and once we can sort of recognize patterns and, you know, where we can use patterns good or where we can realize when patterns might be um, negative, we can stop them because we can see them happening. So now this is a pattern that I know that I need to be aware of is getting caught up in the big, bright, shiny thing and just letting it whirlwind, you know, and build and just at a really fast pace. I need to be careful of that. I need to look out for that pattern and... I need to recognize it before it happens and I need to take more time to make those sort of decisions too instead of oh just going yes 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 like for me not being a yes person anymore you know people pleaser that's what it is is people pleasing um and stopping and slowing down that little bit there but like I said but you you need to want to have that change too because if you're not ready for that then it's not going to happen either so you know, so that's what we're saying. We're saying we're, you know, is being ready to admit that this is not working, like you're in, you're in burnout or something needs to change and being willing to change and make changes. That's the first step. It's a big step. Um, you know, like I said, recognizing patterns. So you're learning that the lessons from this, you know, this is not, this is not failure. It's feedback. Let's look at what the lessons are. Um, and the lessons are not, you know, they're going to be different for everyone in every situation. Everything is here to teach you a lesson and you will grow from it. Um, and this is just another, you know, this is just another step in the journey. And when you get 10 years on from now and you look back, you know, like I don't regret the choices that I've made because, you know, in the past, you know, 12 months, 18 months, I've learned so much. I've learned so much about what I'm capable of. I've learned different ways to handle things and just, expanded my skill set you know like like ridiculously so it's not a bad thing and this is the same you know like I have a friend going through a relationship at the moment that they really shouldn't be in and um <clears throat> you know it's the same thing you know uh, he needs to start to realize that and he will and and I know that I've been through this as well with different relationships is that you, you're learning to it's about learning new boundaries as well of you know, I guess whether it's energetic minimums, like maximum minimums, like what's the minimum that I'll tolerate? What's the, you know, like, and it's the same, like with the boundaries, you know, what is it that I will, what is it that I'm okay with? And what is it that I'm not okay with? And, you know, and sometimes it happens in relationships as well, you know, like going, okay, well, this is actually not okay. And I won't tolerate or accept this. And so you sort of level up and it's the same sort of thing, you know, regardless of what situation it is, whether it's relationships, careers, or, you know, anything in between, you know, of learning that as well. So it's growth. It really is a growth opportunity. Um, 
And yes, it's just a little painful to admit. And that's the other lesson as well is just, I think you start to realize like where your ego comes into this as well. Um, and being able to, to come to terms with, I guess, with that. So, you know, like the ego is a funny thing, you know, like it's just can be quite delicate and, you know, and sometimes, you know, and like we said, if, if it feels like failure, then that's where the ego is like, oh, I am not comfortable being here. I don't want to fail. I don't want to, you know, I want to protect myself and, and I can't admit defeat. So it is overcoming that ego as well, because I think that that's the hardest part is overcoming what's actually going on inside your mind to then really realize, like for me, I think, like I said, it was the conversation with my husband yesterday where he literally coached me on things that, you know, like he coached me the way that I coach other people. You know, what he told me wasn't anything that I hadn't heard of, you know, and and it's literally what I coach other people and he coached my ass. He coached my ass. And, um, <clears throat> which, you know, also goes to show that having a coach or somebody that you can, you know, have in your entourage, like how important that is because, you know, sometimes it's easy to recognize this stuff in other people, but not in yourself or, you know, when you're going through that. And I think that's a, that's a big deal as well, but you know, it's getting past that ego and just really thinking this is not as big a deal as I make it out to be either. Um, this is, this is time to do what is best for, like I said, it's time to do what is best for you at the end of the day. That's what, that's what it's all about. So I am going to wrap it up there, but you know, like, I just think that it really shows, you know, like this is a great example of where, you know, when we're not using self-love as a foundation for our life of how our lives can get out of control of how we can be stuck on that hamster wheel of life, the conveyor belt of life, you know, whatever you want to call it. And we're just going through the motions and doing the nine to five and just doing what it is that we think we should be doing and, and just being, you know, like, yeah, well, I don't know when we put things up on a pedestal of them being so amazing, but in reality, it's not really that it's just, you know, this is a great example of that, of not putting yourself first, that you're not putting that self-love first. So, you know, it's, it just, this stuff works. It really does, you know, and, and being able to use those tools now to get myself out of this place of burnout is, is where the journey is. And I look forward to sharing that with you. I really do. Because as I said, you know, I always like to lead by example. I am a big believer in leading from the trenches. I don't believe in leaders who are not in there getting their hands dirty with the team, right? Um, you know, and you guys are my team. And, and so what I mean by that, you know, if somebody, you know, you got leaders sitting in these pretty little offices, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I think, it, well, I don't want to relate it to war. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like, you know, when you get like your Winston Churchill sitting up in the office and then you've got the men down in the trenches, I don't know, leaders lead from within. They don't lead from above. They don't lead from in front. They don't lead, you know, on their high horses or anything like that. They are in the trenches with you, getting their hands dirty, going through the same stuff. That's where leaders are. And that's where I like to lead from. So, 
you know, and that's why I like taking you on the journey too. And that's why I love being, you know, sharing what's going on because if it's happening for me, it's probably happening for somebody else. And if it can help somebody else, then my job here is done. Awesome. Well, I will catch you in the next episode, but you know, in between, I would love to see you in the self-love club. So don't be a stranger and we will see you there. Bye. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.